At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. On VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Sattenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Rejoining me now is our very own Jason Weingarten, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast, available on vsin.com slash podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. Jason, you and I were just talking during the break about this. The new Saudi Golf League, you are very intrigued by this, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, it's fascinating what's going on in the golf world right now and how the PGA is going to respond to the defections and, you know, if if they're even going to. It's just every every day brings a new a new ripple to the story. I think so. I'm 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 slowly trying to learn more about this. So they're only playing 54 holes. So that's three rounds, no cuts, and it's a shotgun start. Which, if you've ever done a golf outing, that means like everyone begins on a different hole at the same time. So there's no like, um, oh, you go out in the morning and you get the better course or weather conditions as opposed to the next the, the other the groupings that go out late in the afternoon everybody's starting at the same time which i think it makes it kind of fair the thing that's really the most intriguing though has to be the money that's involved right yeah i mean it's it's life-changing money for a lot of these players that would definitely be stuck on the bottom of a you know a pga event or uh you know a dp world world tour field like these guys are literally getting a chance to you know make more than they've made in their entire careers with one win you know that says a hundred and twenty thousand dollars for finishing in last place <laughs> i mean if, what, what do you think i mean if you look at if you look at like the dp world tour this week they're playing it's called the scandinavian mixed event I don't have the number in front of me, but it can't be more than like two million euros for the entire prize pool. For the purse, you know? like for the whole purse, yeah. I mean, the, the the amount of money available to the players in this new this new league or whatever, it just dwarfs what you can make, you know, playing on the the Euro Tour and now the DP World Tour, you know, being a a bottom tier PGA pro. Yeah, the purse is two million dollars for the Porsche European Open. The purse is two million dollars for the uh, DP. And that's world. a that's a big that's a big event too. The the your the European Open is is a you know one of the larger events on the European tour. That's unbelievable. 
any feel like I don't know. Like I guess we're waiting to see if there's approval for us to bet on this. You would think that they'd probably try and rush this and get this thing up available before Thursday, right? Yeah, I saw. So FanDuel had it up for a minute this morning, and now I, I can't find it. Um, I guess it probably had something to do with gaming control or commission mm. in whatever state. But uh, I mean, I'm I would like to see the odds. I, I think you know for a first event, especially there's there's a lot even from the the bookmaker perspective that's slightly unknown. You know, so maybe you'll see lower limits or something. But yeah, I'd love to see some some more serious odds. I've seen some odds from Europe. Uh, nothing I can bet, but I, I know there are odds for this event. Would you consider like fading a guy like Dustin Johnson who's going to make $125 million for just playing in this thing? Absolutely. I think a lot of the, the top names, the Phil Nicholson's, uh, Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia's, et cetera, they don't have to win. They're getting their money for jumping ship, you know, uh, it, it 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 creates a very interesting proposition if Dustin Johnson doesn't play to the Dustin Johnson peak levels that we've seen him play before. There's so much value in this field, and that's the thing. Just from a gambling perspective, I always tell people the Senior Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, whatever. If you can bet on it, a fifty to one winner at the Senior Tour pays the same as a fifty to one winner at the PGA Tour. It doesn't matter what yeah. you know you're betting. I'm always looking for more golf to bet. So I got some. I got the early odds that you mentioned. FanDuel posted them earlier before it got taken down. Uh, when it was up, Dustin Johnson was your overwhelming favorite at plus three forty. But there are guys here that you know we we know from watching them play uh, on the course that have some. Really long numbers. Um, let's see. Charles Schwartzel, 33 to 1. Lee Westwood, 29 to 1. Ian Poulter, 29 to 1. I think those are some interesting names as Brendan Grace, 50 to 1. I mean, these are guys that we've we've seen on the tour before. Yeah, and I, I even bet some uh some more obscure guys like Scott Vincent. He won the uh the Asia tour event that was also in London last week. He won a, uh, a uh, an event on the the Japanese tour the week before, so he has back to back first place finishes. He was seventy five to one this morning. Oh like, my right, goodness, you know? really? Because I I'm, I see him yeah, at they, I see him at twenty two to one right now. Yeah, that was the thing when when I, I I saw the numbers, I was like, all right, that doesn't look like that 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 number makes any sense in actuality. And then a couple hours later. You know, FanDuel reopened. It was in the twenties. I was like, okay, cool. I know I made a good bet. Yeah, seventy-five to one is absolutely wild. Oh wow! And and is this? Do we know? Like, is this going to be televised? Like, how, or how are we going to be able to watch this somewhere? I heard. I heard it's going to be streamed on YouTube and Facebook and the LIV website with whatever that might be. I'm. I'm, you know, they're they're really trying. I don't think anybody wanted to pick this event up, so they're going with the streaming it themselves option. It's unbelievable. And we did confirm that LIV does stand for 54 because it is the... Which I didn't I didn't know. I had no idea. <laughs> I, I We guessed it. You know, it's funny, uh, you know, uh, Jason over over here, uh, Con and I, we, we were kind of like, does it mean 54 because of the Roman numerals, right? You're used to seeing that with the Super Bowl and whatnot. And it actually is because they play 54 holes. It's only a three-round yeah, tournament. Crazy. 
So that it all makes sense. 54, 54. All right. While I have you, I, I wanted to ask you a baseball question about some guys that could be, um, you know, if you think maybe uh, regression candidates, progression candidates, whatnot, anybody that we could potentially be fading or maybe buying in on as the season progresses. First one I'll ask you about is Martin Perez for the Texas Rangers, who is just pitching at a whole nother level right now. He's got a 1.56 ERA. One of the, the only person better than him is Nestor Cortez right now for the Yankees. So first up, Perez, regression candidate, or are you buying in on him to continue this success? Well, you have to think that anybody that has a point six four ERA or whatever <laughs> is going to be a, a regression candidate somewhat. But in general, uh, he's always had a pedigree, Prez. He was a top prospect when he was a prospect. This was like 10 years ago now. Um, just, you know, some guys run into arm troubles. They don't put it all together. And he's finally putting it all together at late, late stage in his career. So, it doesn't surprise me. I think he's a legitimate Cy Young contender, but anybody who's pitching at, you know, a, a .6 ERA is going to have some regression at, at, at some point. All right, here's a guy who is pitching much better this year that it, that in the past several years. And it's his third year in the league, and it's by far his best season. Tariq Skubal of the Detroit Tigers. Your thoughts on Skubal? I was really hoping you were going to ask me about him. I love him. Um, it's weird because he's on the Tigers. So it kind of gives me a situation where I think I don't, I, I'm not 100% sure he's going to gonna contend this year, you know, because he's on such a bad team. But he's definitely a guy that I have, you know, on my card already thinking about next year. He's, he's a very good pitcher who's coming into his own. What's amazing is like, so his ERA is at 2.15, but his XERA is still great at 2.66. Same thing. His FIP is 2.01. So it's, it's actually, he's, his ERA is 2.15, but his FIP is lower. So he's not a guy that's like getting lucky or anything like that. Like he's actually pitching really, really well this season. Interesting game coming up, by the way, uh, here on Tuesday. Scooble against Jose Quintana. I actually bet on on him tomorrow. It's one of my my bets for tomorrow. It was like one seventeen, I want to say, or something. Whatever. I laid a short price with the Tigers. I was thinking about it, uh, and then Quintana though. Quintana's just had such a nice season, and you know, getting the Pirates at home with Quintana on the hill at plus money, even though it's going to be short plus money, might be hard to pass up. But uh, I kind of might, you know, might lean to you. Maybe I'm just talking myself out of a bet here, which I do a lot of the times. Jason has talked myself out of bets. Um, one final question on the progression or, you know, fade or how they're going to do moving forward. Let's go to the hitter's perspective. J.D. Martinez, who is batting this year like he was batting several years ago. Does J.D. Martinez keep up his hitting ways for the Red Sox? Yes, but if the Red Sox don't go on a big run, he could be doing it for a team other than the Red Sox. Oh, is what I'd say. Now that's I don't know who, but I, I could de- I could definitely see him getting traded. He could be he could be a name that gets floated around the deadline if if the Red Sox are out of it. Ooh, wouldn't he look so good batting behind Pete Alonso? Yeah, and think of I mean the thing with the DH, the NLDH, is yeah. he all of a sudden has fifteen more teams that are 
you know, thinking about how do we fit J.D. Martinez in this lineup potentially. Oof, imagine that. Lindor, Alonzo, and J.D. Martinez. Three, four, five in the Mets lineup. That is. They can afford it. That is very attractive. Jason, I appreciate the time and the conversation. Good luck with that 75-1 to bet in the Live uh, tournament coming up on Thursday, brother. Thanks for teaching. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Be what Liv stands for. The 54 tournament. He's Jason Weingarten. Uh, check him out on Twitter at Spreadopedia. The Wide World of Wine Garden podcast available vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Always on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S C O T T S O N A I R, and at VSIN Live. Stanley Cup playoffs resume with the Eastern Conference Final on Tuesday evening. The Rangers at the Tampa Bay Lightning. The home team has won each. Of the first three games of this series, the Rangers in games one and two and the Lightning winning in game number three, scoring in the final minute of regulation after trailing two nothing in that game. Tampa coming all the way back to win that game three two. It was just an incredible goal. And to be honest, watching that game on Sunday, it just felt like it was a matter of time before Tampa took the lead. The Rangers were just hanging on and I just felt they'd be lucky to win this game, but they didn't. It was probably the worst that the Rangers have looked in a while in this postseason. Now, I don't know if fatigue is catching up to them, and it could be. They're playing a lot of games in a short amount of time. And so maybe, yeah, fatigue is catching up to them. But they jumped out to the 2-0 lead, and you thought from there that, hey, they got a chance to do something special. And even after Tampa scored and made it 2-1, they still go into the third period up 2-1, and you're thinking, all right, just... They can just get the next goal. And 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 I said this to a friend of mine. You know, we're all Rangers fans, so we text each other during the games. And I said, the next goal wins the game. And it was crazy to think it because if Tampa scored, they were still tied. They weren't, they didn't have a lead. But that's how I felt. 
I felt the next goal wins the game. The Rangers scored and went up 3-1. to one. They got the game. Because Igor Shesterkin was not going to give up three goals in that third period. Or two goals in the third period and then a goal in overtime. I just, I didn't believe that was going to happen. But I felt that with the way that Tampa was outplaying the Rangers, and they badly outplayed them for a lot of stretches of that game, that if they scored and tied the game at two, they were going to win the game. And I didn't know if it was going to come in regulation or come in overtime. I just felt that the Rangers were hanging on for dear life. In that game, Tampa shot 52 shots on goal. The Rangers, 30. Uh, Tampa had, um, you know, little less power plays. They had 13 takeaways to the Rangers' five takeaways. And the time in the zone was just... It, it, it felt at times like th- that the Rangers just couldn't get the puck out, and it was... It was just that they had to get out of the game. That's, that's the bottom line. I was just, just get out of the game. It's You have a 2-0 series lead. You lose this game. You're still up 2-1. It's okay. Win a game in Tampa, and you got a great shot to win this series. So now you face that scenario here, down 2-1, or up 2-1. Game three in, game four, excuse me, in Tampa, Tuesday night. If the Lightning win, and right now the series odds have shifted, and we've, you know, seen this, uh, um, throughout the course of the series, the Rangers are still the favorite in the series. Okay? And it's they have home ice advantage. And they're up two games to one. So they should be the favorite in the series. But what's going to be interesting is if the Rangers lose game number four, even though they still have home ice advantage, I bet you they'll be underdogs. They were underdogs before the series, even though they had home ice advantage. And so if they lose a second straight game and Tampa's now riding this momentum, winning two straight, defending home ice, yeah, Tampa's going to be favored in this series. The uh, series outcome bets right now. The Tampa Bay Lightning to win in seven. Now, this is interesting when you look at this, okay? Because the Rangers are currently minus 140 favorites in the series. By the Rangers winning two games, the series has to go six games if Tampa was to win. Tampa to win the series right now is plus 120. Tampa to win in game seven is plus 300. Tampa to win in game six is plus 350. If you bet, let's say, a half a unit on Tampa to win in seven, you'd win 1.5, lose your half a unit, you'd win one unit. And if they win in six, 
at 3.5, well, you'd win what? 1.75. You'd lose your five. You'd win 1.25. And right now, they're 1.2. So, you're kind of, eh, 1.25. That's probably not worth it. Trying to just win that extra 0.05. But I think it's interesting that the Rangers are favored in the series, but yet the highest prices are, or the lowest prices, are for Tampa to win. The Rangers to win in five games is plus 400. The Rangers to win in six games is plus 380. And the Rangers to win in seven games is plus 360. So now it's interesting because you have minus 140 to win the series. And let's say plus 360 to win in seven. Plus 380 to win in six. Do you even count five? I guess you can count five. The Rangers win game four. They got a really good chance to win this thing in five games. So let's say if you do um, a half a unit on each, because that's that's close to 1.4, 1.5, you'd win at the minimum, you'd win 1.8. So 1.8 minus the 1, you'd win 0.8. So it's kind of the same, actually. But that's if they win in 7. See, the math here's got to add up. Now, I'm not the best at math. I'm just trying to do this off the top of my head right now. But you could risk 1.4 to win 1. Or you could risk 1.5. So you're risking a little bit more. And at the worst you're winning 0.8. At the best, you're winning, let's see, you'd win two, you'd win, uh, I guess, one full unit? No, yeah, one full unit. All right, so I guess it's kind of not worth it if it's, you still have to lay that extra 10 cents and it's not worth the payout because it would be the same payout if they win in five, be slightly less than six, and... uh slightly less than that in 7.8 units. So, okay. Makes a little sense here. But I'll tell you what. Rangers at plus 150 for game number four. To me, that's the play. Because I think these games are so even. And these teams are a lot closer than what the market's telling us they are. And I get it. Tampa's the defending back-to-back Stanley Cup champs. And, yeah, they're probably better than the Rangers. But not by much. And I think Igor Shesterkin is the great equalizer. And we've seen him outplay Andre Vasilevsky through the first three games of this series. And so... I get a team that I think has a chance to win every game they play, and I get them at plus 150. And how about this? The Rangers on the 60-minute line, so to win in regulation, plus 230. And for even more fun, because... Who doesn't love fun? 
the Rangers. Oh, I just lost it. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Different page. The Rangers, maybe, if you can get, so plus 230 was on the um, them in regulation. What about the alternate puck line? See, now we're just getting exciting. Um, Rangers minus a goal and a half, plus 380. I might do it. That's <laughs> going to be exciting. I'm Scott Satterberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN contributor Jeff Siegel is coming off a winning Preakness pick, and now you can get a $25 free bet to follow him in Saturday's Belmont Stakes. All you have to do is sign up for the First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VSIN. Go to vsin.com slash horses for details on this exclusive offer for VSIN fans. That's VSIN.com slash horses. Use the promo code LVBelmont and then join Jeff in rooting for his pick on the final race in this year's Triple Crown. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Curious says to see the crowd at um, Belmont this year. The, um, cr- you know, it's always a good crowd at the Belmont. Um, but with, um, with the lack of, I guess, juice with the, um, no triple crown and whatnot, I think it could be, um, I think it would, I think it's interesting to see what it would be. Uh, the attendance, let's see, I want to see what the, um, the crowd is estimated to be at. Um, hmm. I don't think you're gonna get a hundred thousand people. I mean, you had a hundred and forty-seven thousand, I guess, at the Kentucky Derby. Um, and I, I guess the largest crowd might have been ninety. Uh, I guess you had over a hundred thousand, maybe, when it was a triple crown uh, year. Ninety thousand. Last year was 11,000, or 2021 was 11,000, but that was COVID and things like that. Um, Oh, look at this. Belmont Stakes attendance capped at uh, $50,000. 50,000 people due to UBS Arena. Oh, this was, so this was an article in February of 2022. And it says here, Attendance at Belmont Park for this year's Belmont Stakes will now be capped at 50,000 instead of the pre-COVID pandemic capacity of 90,000. The NYRA said that the construction of the adjacent UBS Arena, that's where the Islanders play now, reduced the size of Belmont Park's backyard. So while the size of the grandstand has not changed, 
The new $1.1 billion facility has, quote, gobbled up approximately 35% of the space outside the grandstand. I'm reading an article from Sports Business Journal. The reduction in capacity would have taken effect in 2021 had it not been due to the pandemic, which limited attendance to reserved seats only. Uh, NYR received approvals in New York State for the project. So how about that? 50,000 capacity instead of 90,000. Now, I was at the Belmont, man, I don't know how many years ago. It was definitely a triple crown race. Um, It was a chance for... Uh, a triple crown winner, and I want to say when I was when I was there, there was it might have been over it might have been over a hundred thousand people. I know capacity is ninety thousand, but this was a triple crown year, and I think that there was more people that were there than what the grandstand capacity was. I want to see if I know exactly what year it was here, because I believe I had no, uh, yeah, I can't remember the year. I thought I had it written down. Um, anyway, that's interesting. So that's going to go on here on Saturday. How about that? Uh, let's see. Belmont. We'll get the odds. Uh, anything here? Um, who do we think? Rich Strike. Do it again. You got Rich Strike 9-2. to mm. Skippy Longstockings is just a fun name to say, so. That would be 13 to 1. We'll have to ask our very own Sean King his thoughts on it because he's all about the horses. And uh, I, I just don't think Rich Strike will do it again. But then again, then again, he was, this is my two cent handicap. Rich Strike came out of nowhere at the end. The Belmont is the biggest track, right? It's a mile and a half. So maybe the horse that came on at the end of the mile and a quarter will have success in the mile and a half. Huh? Huh? Could be onto something here. We'll talk more about that a little later on in the week. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Ran through some of the uh, earlier baseball games on Tuesday's card before. Let's continue to go down and talk about the games that we did not get to. Left off talking about the Yankees and the Twins. Still no starting pitcher announced for Minnesota. Dodgers will take on the White Sox in Chicago. Michael Kopech gets the start for the White Sox, and the Dodgers will go with Mitch White. L.A. is a minus-130 favorite with a total of eight and a half. Phillies will take on the Brewers in Milwaukee. And how about Philly? They fired Joe Girardi. And ever since they fired Girardi, they have not lost a game. Coincidence? Don't know. But that is the case here um, that they, uh, well, actually, no, they did, They I guess they won. Yeah, no, they, they haven't lost since they fired Girardi. So the 10-0 win against the Angels, 7-2 against the Angels, the sweep of the Angels, because the Angels just keep losing every game. Now they're playing on the Brewers. So we'll see uh, what's going to go down here. The line for this one is at Milwaukee, minus 115. Ranger Suarez is on the hill for Philly. Jason Alexander, no, not George Costanza. Jason Alexander is going to be pitching for 
the Brewers. Um, Alexander made uh, just one start. That was uh, last week against Chicago. Went seven innings, allowed three runs, two of them earned on seven hits. So the Brewers at home, small favorites over the, I mean, dare we say, red-hot Philadelphia Phillies or resurgent Philadelphia Phillies. Mariners and Astros uh, will continue their series. A little chippiness here with the benches clearing in the ninth inning of the Mariners' win in Houston on Monday. Justin Verlander will take the hill against Chris Flexen. Verlander and the Astros heavily favored, minus 255 in this start. Verlander, his last start out, uh, it should have been uh, an auto bet. Um, bouncing back off of the subpar performance, he was facing Oakland. He did give up seven, uh, excuse me, uh, three runs. And all three runs came in the bottom of the seventh. And some of them, obviously, when he uh, left the game. And he flirted with a no-hitter. He seven innings, two hits. He, he, he took a no-hitter into that seventh inning. So Verlander coming off of a, a very, very good start. Uh, and then you got the Blue Jays and the Royals. Alec Manoa, who has had a fantastic season. Better at home than he is on the road, but still overall, he's pitching to a 1.98 ERA. Uh, Brad Keller gets the start for the Royals. Kansas City was shut out in the first game here of this series. Keller, meanwhile, has allowed three or more runs in his last, let's see, two, three, four, all five starts. Five straight starts allowing three or more runs. Let's look at those last five starts. Four runs in six innings. Six runs in four innings. Four runs in seven innings. Three runs in seven innings and six runs in five and two-thirds innings. It has not been a good stretch of baseball for Brad Keller. And the Blue Jays are in a good stretch of baseball as they are offensively hitting their stride, and Manoa definitely gives them the pitching edge. Uh, Garrett Whitlock goes against Reed Detmers as the Red Sox take on the Angels in Anaheim, and the Angels trying to avoid a 13th straight loss. Uh, Mets and Padres from San Diego. Taiwan Walker against Yu Darvish. San Diego minus 130, total of 7.5. And, and Rockies Giants from San Francisco. Carlos Rodon against Herman Marquez. The Giants minus 200 at home with a total of 7.5. And, and Marquez has not been good this season. Rodon has. So this could be a Giants first five spot something like that, see if you can attack Marquez and just hope that Rodon limits the Rockies' bats on the road. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll find some uh, leans maybe for these games coming up on uh, Tuesday. Take a look at the futures market as well and see if there's attractive bets that we could be placing. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network.
This is the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash summer. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, when's the USFL playoffs? That's what I. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I want to know about. I guess we have uh, Saturday, June 25th will be the USFL playoffs. The New Jersey Generals against the Philadelphia Stars and the Birmingham Stallions versus a team to be determined. Okay? So it says here, Houston, Michigan, and Pittsburgh are all eliminated. Uh, Top two teams in each division advance to the playoffs. And then, uh, so I guess New Orleans and Tampa are technically still alive. Uh, and then the top two teams will play in the championship on Sunday, July 3rd. How about that? The playoff games will be at the Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio. Right now, the Generals 7-1, and 4-0 in the division. They clinch the top spot. Philadelphia 5-3, and 3-1. and They're the next team. Birmingham is 8-0, and 4-0 in the division. And then I guess you got New Orleans 5-3. and and Tampa four and four that are still alive. Uh, so curious, uh, interesting. See what happens there with the USFL playoffs. Speaking of playoffs, in the NHL, for the team that wins the Stanley Cup, they award the MVP, the Conn Smythe Trophy. And it's not just the MVP of the Stanley Cup final, which, but let's be honest, it usually goes to the MVP of the Stanley Cup final. It's the player that's most valuable to their team in the playoffs. And taking a look at the odds right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook, I think it's rather interesting. 
The two favorites are the two top players, really, for the Colorado Avalanche, who complete, completed the sweep of the Oilers, and they await the winner of the Eastern Conference in the Stanley Cup Final, and the Avalanche will have home ice advantage, and they will be favored over either the Rangers or the Lightning in the Stanley Cup Final. Kale McCarr is at plus 170. Nathan McKinnon is at plus 190. Up next is Igor Shesterkin, the Rangers goaltender, at 6-1. to Miko Rantanen is at 9-1. to Back to the avalanche. Nikita Kucherov of the Lightning is 11-1, to as is Andre Vasilevsky, 11-1. to Gabriel Landeskog of Colorado, 14 to 1. Mika Zibanejad of the Rangers, 15 to 1. I don't necessarily hate a play on Mika Zibanejad for the Rangers, or you could say Nikita Kucherov for the Lightning. Just looking at the stats here in the playoffs, I mean, clearly you're seeing. Um, Mika Zibanejad right now is the third highest point scorer in the playoffs. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, who have now been eliminated, led the way with 33 and 32 points, respectively. Mika Zibanejad of the Rangers now has the most points of any player remaining In these playoffs, he has 24 points. Mika has scored 10 goals, and he's got 14 assists. Adam Fox of the Rangers is next with 23 points. Adam Fox has scored five goals, and he has 18 assists. Fox is 22 to 1 to win the Conn Smythe. Then there's Nikita Kucherov, who has 20 points, Six goals and 14 assists. Uh, Kale McCarr, 22 points for uh, five goals, 17 assists. But let's look at the teams in the East. And the Eastern Conference Finals will resume here on Tuesday night. Rangers and Lightning. I like the Rangers at plus 150. Both the Rangers and Lightning will have a goaltending advantage over Colorado in the Stanley Cup Finals. Tampa will certainly have the experience. Rangers will have the youth. And Rangers will have more of a goaltending edge than Tampa, although slightly. But both Igor Shesterkin and Andre Vasilevsky are better than whether it's Darcy Kemper or Frankie in net for the Avalanche. Doesn't matter. And so taking a look at a Rangers player at a much better much longer odds to win the Conn Smythe, I think is interesting as opposed to, you know, Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon who are up there at, you know, heavily priced the way that they are at plus 130, plus 190, which doesn't make sense because McCarr at plus 170, McKinnon at plus 190. McCarr's got 22 points these playoffs. McKinnon's got 18 points these playoffs, yet 15 to 1 odds on Mika Zibanejad, who's got 24 points these playoffs. Now, I don't hate a bet on Mika Zibanejad. I don't hate it. But I don't necessarily agree with it. 
uh, as great as he has played. And the numbers speak for itself. And by the time these playoffs are over, if the New York Rangers should, by some chance, win the Stanley Cup final, and right now you can get the Rangers at 4-1 to to win the Stanley Cup final. Taking a look at Zabinajad at 15-1, to certainly not a bad bet compared to the 4-1 to odds that you're getting on the Rangers to win the Cup right now. And by the time these playoffs are over, if the Rangers win, based on the points he has right now, there's a chance he could be the highest point scorer in the playoffs. However, I just don't see him winning the award. I look at the goaltenders on both the Rangers and the Lightning. Igor Shesterkin and Andre Vasilevsky. And I just can't see anybody besides them winning this award if either team wins the Stanley Cup. And so just just think about it. Think about how both think about how good both goaltenders have been already in these playoffs. And then think about what it's going to take to beat a high-scoring team like Colorado. You're going to need elite goaltending. And so, rather than take 4-1 to one on the Rangers to win the Cup, or 4-1 to one on the Lightning to win the Cup, you can get 6-1 to one on Shesterkin to win the Smythe and 11-1 to one on Vasilevsky to win the Smythe. And I'll leave you with this nugget. Last year, Braden Point, 14 goals in the playoffs. Nikita Kucherov had 32 points. He had eight goals and 24 assists. Steven Stamkos, 18 points. Hedman, 18 points. But your Conn Smythe winner was Andre Vasilevsky. So I don't care if Zemenejad goes off. Look, if Colorado wins, you can pick one, McKinnon or, or, or McCarr. But if the Rangers or Lightning win, it's either Vasilevsky or Igor Shesterkin to win the Smythe. 11 to 1 and 6 to 1 are much better than 4 to 1 right now. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money, our very own Matt Humans will join the program, as well as Paul Stone, college football handicapper, and David Thorne from TrueHoop.com will talk NBA Finals. I'm Scott Zadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VCND Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.